Players Abroad on Soccer Laguma Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain Slu Paho speaking. We have landed at Sokoladuma International Airport, but as you know, we have a coronavirus outbreak and as such, we'll have to wait for test kits before we can disembark. However, we do have some entertainment on board this afternoon. On your screens, we'll be playing highlights from previous episodes of Players Abroad. So in the meantime, you can hear how Dino and Lobu, Pule Ekstein and Lebomoloto handled the culture clash of leaving Mzansi. As we have come to a complete stop, you may remove your seatbelts. Please remember this is a non-smoking flight. Flight 007 will remain on the runway for the time being. Snacks and beverages will be made available. I'll update you when I can, but for now, enjoy these Players Abroad highlights. Sokala Duma Radio. Up first, here is a highlight from our discussion with a former Sundown star who is now playing his trade over in China in the East. He's playing for Zijing Greentown, and here's what he had to say. In terms of your personal performance, do you believe that you're reaching your your peak as a player? No, since 2017, since I left SA, I've reached my peak. Since I've left SA until now, I've never scored anything less than 10 goals. Mm. I've been scoring 15 17. When I, the first time I went to Cyprus, I scored 19 goals. Went to Karabakh, I scored 16 goals. When came here to Karabakh for for like what one year and a half a season, I scored like almost 22, 23 goals in about what 32, 35 games. Mm-hmm. Into China, in China for the past two seasons, 50 games, I scored uh, 38 goals. So it's, it's a great record. But I don't look at that. You know, I'm, I'm, I, when I went to Karabakh, I've I think I've I've, uh, I've acquired I've, I've I've tasted victory I've tasted you know uh, to win you know uh, trophies collectively with the team so that has made me to want to win stuff with the team you know yeah individual 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 uh, accolades for me they are there and they push you to do more but for me to to score more goals it made me to uh, I feel like I want to score more goals because of I want to help my team win. Not because of I want to be the leading goal scorer at the end of the season. If I have, uh, if I, I I wanted to push to be the leading goal scorer of the league, I could have done that last season. But that was not my main purpose. I see. But yeah. I wanted to I wanted to get promotion to the Super League, which I we were close last season. But this season we were, I think, a bit far from it. But I think for this past two seasons, I think we have learned a lot, and uh, I'm I'm actually happy that that, that um, the management of the club they. We spoke and they've given given me the insight that they want to like make me involved last next season for getting you know uh, recruiting players in terms of you know getting uh, local Chinese players that we think that they will help us you know get mm. what we want and that's going back to the Super League. Definitely, definitely. So uh, on players abroad, we always like to talk to players about the difference in culture, what you miss. So um, you know you've been living and playing in China since last year. What is one thing mm. that you miss about Mzansi when you're that side? To be honest, I don't. Uh, uh, actually, to be honest, what I miss most about Mzansi is friends and family. Mm. You know, uh, because nonetheless, and speaking my own language, I think that's the most thing I, I miss. But nonetheless, I don't actually I don't miss the country. I see. Uh, because because you know, South Africa is full of people that are jealous, and it's full of people that can, you know, they'll they'll just want to put you down or just throw their own tantrums in speaking negatively. Without you knowing the the person or knowing who's actually this person who want to bring you down, you know. 
So that's the things that I don't like about SA. So where I am, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciated. People love me. Um, you know, I do what I do. I'm happy. Uh, my family love it. The only thing that I'm saying is that I only miss uh, the language and the people that I'm close with. That, that, that's what I miss most about South Africa. Up next, take a listen to this clip from our discussion with Ule Ekstein. The former Kaiser Chief star was playing for Sabah FK at the time of this recording, but has since transferred to FK Sabael. Here's what he had to say. Now, you have been living and playing in Azerbaijan for a few months now. What do you miss the most about Mzansi? <laughs> Uh, to be honest, I only miss my family and my kids and my friends, that all. We know that you were born in Bekersdal. How did your family react when you told them that you were moving overseas to play football? Uh, obviously, they were happy. They didn't know what to do, but they were happy the way I was. Because it's every player's dream to play overseas. So my family were happy, my friends, everybody. How did the move to Sabah FK come together in the first place? Uh, after... Uh, the the contract was terminated, but obviously I didn't. Obviously I didn't want to come this side because I didn't know anything about Baku. I wanted to play in South Africa, but after I got a call from Dino, then I realized that oh, Dino played for Karabakh and he managed to play some big uh, tournaments. So why not let me go and try my best? So I'm here trying my best. What is the one South African dish that you miss the most? That's <laughs> all. Because everything is yeah, everything And last but not least, we have our discussion with Lebo Moloto. At the time of this recording, he was playing for Nashville SC. He has since transferred to Tulsa, but here's what he had to say about his time in the States. We see the news, we watch their movies and shows, but what is the culture really like in America compared to here? Uh, it's, it's totally different, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's uh, very different, you know, being a new, newly dad. You know, there's obviously the good and the bad. Uh, and it's good that I'm from both cultures. I come from South Africa with a different perspective. And I've been here for like 10 years. I get to have a different perspective. Then I can actually choose which ones I like, which ones I don't. Like, for example, uh, I like the fact that the U.S. Uh, kids come first. Mm, mm. You know, uh, they put the kids first. Whereas in South Africa, you know, growing up, it's always, uh, yeah, you know, you'll drink Coca-Cola last. You know, your mom and dad have to drink first, you know. Or the neighbors have to drink first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Biggest piece of chicken, dad, second biggest mom, and, uh, you know, hierarchy. Yes, yes. You get the, you get the crops, you know, unlike. <laughs> Do you ever stress that you're going to come back with an American accent? Uh, no, not, not, not really. Not really. Coming from South Africa, growing up in the village, and going to a, a college that's in the South with a different accent, it was tough, you know. So I've actually learned to speak a little bit slower, mm, mm. Uh, so that uh, people this I can understand uh, what I'm saying, you know. And I still struggle with some of the words, you know, uh, because they speak American literature, whereas in South Africa we speak British. You know, we say trousers, they say pants. Yeah. But uh, no, no, I try to uh, speak my language with my with my son, uh, with my wife, you know. I'll say a few things with my wife. Uh, but yeah, I'll try to speak, it, uh, speak my language, home language with my son as much as I can. You have a young son now, young Josiah, a.k.a. Josie. Uh, what would you say to him if he asked you what your upbringing in South Africa was like? I mean, I think, uh, to be honest, uh, I mean, I always tell people, you know, it, was, uh, you know, it wasn't easy, but those are experiences that I would never trade for anything. 
uh, it helped me be to, to be the man that I am today. You know, uh, and that's why you know I think it's true when they say through hardships, you know, you get to obviously learn yourself, uh, experience, and uh, I would say back home kids mature quicker because of all the struggles and all the things that they get to see compared to here. You know, yeah. uh, and I think uh, for him to actually have somebody who's experienced all that, I think it would be good for him. You know, because uh, then I would like to think that growing up, I start telling him stories of. You know what happened back home when his mom ate uh, uh, minatlan. You know, like chicken feet for the first time, and you know all that, <laughs> all, all those stories. You know, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, yeah, how she uh, how she tried to eat peace and then she almost threw up. You know, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. And I'm saying it's the and I'm out there saying it's the best thing in the world. Crew, please prepare the cabin to disembark. This is how we wrap up flight 007 of Players Abroad. As you enter Sokoladuma International Airport, try to keep your distance from one another, wash your hands, and try not to touch your face. From myself, your captain, Slu Paho, and my co-pilot, Aidan Hewitt, stay safe and have a great day. Players Abroad on Sokoladuma Radio.